0: And when they're distributed, you can start making money from your podcast right away. No minimum listenership. Start getting that Anchor money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. So what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm right now to get started. Now, the Schooner Pod. Hello and welcome to the Weekend Spread presented by the Schooner Pod. It is championship week, and we are picking all 10 games, all 10 championship games. Uh, I'm excited. All the way from the Conference USA, all the way up to the SEC. Let's get this thing going. Uh, I'm your host, Bobby Howard. With me today, we got Jameson. We got Ty uh, and Boat and Blake picking as well. Um, Guys, last week, uh, Ty has a uh, a pretty comfortable, I believe, six-game lead on me. I have a two-game lead on Blake. Is it two or is it more? I can't remember. I'm I, pulling it up right now. Um, I really should have had this done earlier. But, uh, Jameson, this is your last chance to avoid your punishment of listening to the TCU Fight song. Are you confident?
1: I feel better than ever. Let me tell you something. There is still a prime opportunity for me to be above 500. If I go 9-1 and or 10-0 this week, 500. And I feel very good about my chances there. All I have to do is gain two um, two picks on uh, Blake for a tie. I don't know what happens if there's a tiebreaker. I would like to know from Bobby what would be the tiebreaker? Would there be um, a pick in the next week? Or how are we going to do that? Uh,
0: I mean... It, that's we'll decide that if it happens. Um okay. I guess flip a coin, roll a dice.
1: Oh, flip a coin flip
0: <laughs> flip uh, a coin. Oh no, We'd Blake's, have been, to roll. Blake's have been practicing have to roll. probability
2: all season. That's an unfair advantage for him.
0: Oh my god. Yeah, I guess that's true, that's true. He he has the edge there. That is his arena. Um but our yep. viewer vote. Uh, we gotta we got a view a viewer so, vote. No, a straight yeah. up popularity contest. That's not how that that's not, not that's not how that's gonna work. <laughs>
1: uh, but, but here's the good news about this. So Blake would have to listen to OU's fight song no matter what happens this weekend. Ty's got him and he said if he loses to any of us, he's gonna do it. That's true. Correct.
2: That it, so, so it doesn't really matter.
1: So I would be a little bit worried about him rolling the dice for a tie break because you know he could do the little just like the little meh. The
0: little Blake like flop happens <laughs> all the time. He would get kneecapped at like a crap's house. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So here's what we're doing. All ten championship games, no wild card this week, due to the amount of games, and also due to the amount of games and to condense the time frame because we can kind of go off on tangents. Uh you, we've had some long pick shows before. Uh we're going to limit responses to one minute per pick per per person. So, um, yeah, let's get this thing going. Ty, I'll let you. Start. Unbelievable
2: the 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 bottom half of the of the performance here is trying to cap me. They're trying to cap my analysis time. That's key to me winning. Is analysis. It's they're trying to to get me to submit my picks beforehand to the group chat. Because apparently Blake and Jamison are colluding there. No, I will say this. Right if, if, Go ahead. Go if
1: ahead. Bobby our, Bobby, and I are already sitting in our picture. Uh, hang
2: on. Matter. Hang on. You're and using up died. my time. This is my minute. Mr. Well, I is saying, saying, saying this is my minute I, to decide give me Buffalo, I Buffalo. I Buffalo 13.5. No, I already looked at it.
0: Buffalo 13.5. I, I, I need Continue to introduce on your the game. Team. I need to introduce a game. Friday night, 6.30. Buffalo, Ball State. Uh, In the glorious, venerable Ford Field, uh, ESPN (laughs) – on ESPN, Buffalo favored by 13.5. That is a real action network line, uh, not something I made up. Ty, you you going with Buffalo? Buffalo minus
2: 13.5. Okay, quick analysis. They're at home. I don't know anything about these teams. It's a, a big line, so I'm assuming people expect Buffalo to be significantly better. Give me
0: the better team at home. Buffalo's not in Detroit, but uh, g- good try. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. No, they, this, no. this is how Ty is killed. Okay, no, they <laughs> are favored. They are
2: favored. They're the home. To, I understand it's a conference championship, but they're the favored home to it. Whatever. Yeah, I'm not
0: saying like, to have a home field advantage. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. They, they they have the same color of blue as Detroit. I also have no clue where Ball State is, so I couldn't even analyze that if I wanted to. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> for enough. being honest. Okay, I'm starting. Uh, look, weather's not a factor here as it's in a oh. dome, so we can throw that out the window. Uh, <laughs> I have not seen a, I have not seen a, as much action as I would have liked this year. However, I do know that the Buffalo Bulls have an absolute stud running back. Almost broke Samaj P. Ryan's record. Blake is going to absolutely kill me for not knowing that name. Um, but yeah, no, I'm going to go. Thank you, Blake. Er- Jameson, i'm on a timer i'm melting down i know how time feels anyways i'm gonna go with, with, with what i know and what i know is the buffalo bulls know how to run i think they get a very very solid game here turf is fast this running back's gonna be fast so give me buffalo to win and cover 43 seconds let's go Jameson, turf is hot <laughs> turf is hot the turf is running fast today boys it's gonna be a fast field boys ford field Ford Field is a fast field. Ford Field, fast field. So, Jameson, you start.
1: Let's go. Jared Patterson is averaging over 200 yards per carry. In um, just the same analysis as you. Uh, I, I think that Buffalo wants to get some respect. They're undefeated this year. They're playing in the MAC. Why aren't they getting talked about? I feel disrespected if I'm Buffalo. Give me Buffalo to come out with an answer to all the haters out there.
0: 20 seconds. Good job. Uh, you also accidentally uh, said that he was averaging 200 yards per carry, <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> which, also might be ac- which also might be accurate. He's just <laughs> running backwards, run it all the way. It's incredible. Forrest Gump running out the stadium. I-, I-, I love it. I love it. <laughs> all right. Next game. We have UAB at Marshall. Um, the Marshall thundering herd favored by five and a half points. You can find this one Friday night, six o'clock on CBS Sports Network while we are scraping the bottom of the barrel. Conference USA Championship. Uh, Ty, should I let first you start me, on this one? Yeah, I'm not going I mean, first on all yeah, of them. I'm not keeping James-
2: Blake's demands.
0: Jameson, I'll let you start.
1: <laughs> okay, last game we seen from Marshall, they had, what, seven turnovers or something, five interceptions, I think two fumbles. Honestly, really embarrassment versus Rice, lost 20-0. to Then Rice came out and gave, you know – they gave uh, UAB a fight, and UAB won that, but this game's ugly. I hate that. I had to look at the Conference USA was still a conference. I kind of forgot. I thought they were, like, gone like they were in basketball. But, uh, yeah, give me Marshall. Screw it. Good job. Uh,
0: Tom, <laughs> I think, cracked ties code. He has more hats. He no, worn, a- I do have
2: more hats, but I've worn this same one for a while. Yeah, but it's a lucky hat. It's a good hat. <laughs> it is.
0: It's more of a beret than a hat, but you That's get like the comically a- small beret. I love so a good comically smaller. Okay. Oh, that's nice. All right, my turn. Uh okay, oh, you nice. all right, look. Uh I know Marshall absolutely blew it against Rice. Uh embarrassing performance. But you know what? You know why I'm not gonna pick UAB? Because they screwed me against Miami at the start of the season. They didn't they they had the ball inside their own 50 several times and punted when they could have been trying to like at least at least go for a cover. They were only down three touchdowns, and they quit. They flat-out quit. And I cannot pick a quitter like UAB, the the pathetic-looking dragon. I'm out. UAB, garbage. Give me the thundering herd to roll big. Cover the five-and-a-half. Ty, your turn. Yeah,
2: so uh, to try to keep this one actually short and rolling, I'm timing myself. Um, like Bobby said, the, the, the end of the season here is not the time, doing the bull picks, not the time to change – Things up, you got to stick with what's working. And then Bobby just touched on that UAB game that we picked. Um, The very first, this may have been the first game that we picked. Period. It's one of the um, first yeah. this year. Yeah, and I went with Miami picking against UAB from our very first pick them to the last one. I'm going to keep that consistent because what I'm doing is working enough to not to have to listen to TCU's fights on. So give me Marshall here. It is not a vote of confidence towards Marshall
0: whatsoever. I just got to continue to stick with what's working. Yeah, fair, hey, fair enough. That's how you get to be number one in the pick contest. Uh, moving on to our next game, the Mountain West. Uh, Ty's favorite conference, uh, Boise State at San Jose State, uh, 3.15 p.m. on Fox. The Broncos favored by eight. This game is actually on a Saturday. Um, weird line – Action Network didn't have any, so I picked a random one off Twitter. So that's the best we got. Uh, <laughs> anyways, it was Ty.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, so San Jose State, I believe, undefeated. They're the home team, uh, but Boise State, uh, f- um, pretty big favorite for, I guess, uh, you know, not the win loss underdog here. So Ty, who do you have in this one?
2: Yeah, so uh, this is. This is a rough one. I did also have the golden hat for for our live listeners and, and our podcast listeners. I, I did have a the golden cowboy hat as well. That is very much the legitimate actual golden hat. Um, so anyways, Boise State uh, favored uh, against San Jose State uh, for being completely honest. I have no idea where this one's being played uh, besides on my TV. Um, important things to note here, Boise State is actually – beyond terrible academically, like it would surprise you to know. And we had low expectations for them already. Um, they don't have the blue field advantage, I'm assuming. I got five seconds left. Give me Boise State minus eight for Bobby's Twitter line because I know I can contest it if I lose because it's an illegitimate line.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> Look, I I was not impressed by Boise against BYU, but hey, it's BYU uh so you know what don't really know much about san jose state other than the fact uh that they've won their games they have things done and you know that they're playing at home you know so they have you know maybe it's too warm for boise that's an option that nobody's thinking about so maybe it's just too the 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 weather in san jose is just too nice uh so give me the san jose state spartans to cover what
2: espn literally has a line for this game
0: I I haven't checked ESPN because they're... ESPN has minus 6.5 on Boise. Well, that changes a lot. So do you want to... It opened
1: opened up at 8. I did watch it. I mean, if I I
0: paint Boise at 8, I'm going to stick with them at 6.5, certainly. Okay, so the question is for me, I'm going to go ahead and stick with San Jose State then. Um, Are we changing the line? It's the the line... Let's change the line to Boise State minus 6.5.
1: Okay, well I'm changing my pick to Blake then.
0: Okay, that's fair. That's to totally Blake. fair. Because that, that's his collusion. A lot. You literally or, admitted no, collusion, we, live on the We podcast. were
1: supposed to pick we were supposed to pick them beforehand and send him to Blake. <laughs> and if you're changing the line to six and a half, no. I'm not, we'll then, yeah if yeah, you can change
2: to submit our picks to our competitor. Be, because Blake he, rolls he doesn't have a dice. say in it. <laughs> and he gets to see him beforehand okay. anyways. We release You say too. he doesn't have a say in it until he does the dice roll where he just does this. Where we,
1: he's, if he picks the same things as me, I think there's something fishy. But if we're changing it, we're changing to minus six and a half, I'm going Boise. But I was going to go San Jose with the eight because I think this is just a blah versus a blah, and I can see Boise winning by a touchdown. That's so fine. I'm going to go Boise now. All right. Well,
2: we'll just clarify that with Blake. It's all on audio and video. Boise State six and a half
0: is also mine. So, yeah, Boise State with that classic uh, sneaky boy cover, you know sort of thing. But um, anyways, moving on to our next game, the American Conference Championship that is actually going to be played. uh, Tulsa at Cincinnati, 7 o'clock on ABC. Cincinnati favored by 14 here. Uh, Jameson, this is um, a game that was supposed to be played in Tulsa last week, got delayed multiple times. Uh, So do you think the uh, friendly confines of Nippert Stadium is going to uh, help out the Bearcats here not only get the win but get the cover
1: yeah I I think what team has more to play for here I understand this is a championship game and Tulsa has been hot ever since you know the, the loss to OSU but Cincinnati should feel absolutely disrespected and angry and what have we learned about disrespected and angry teams this year they come out and they try to lay it on the other opponent they do not care if they're up by 10 with five minutes left, they're going to go out and throw deep balls on you. So give me Cincinnati and a last minute backdoor cover to win this game as an angry cover, as a, um, a little middle finger to the CFP.
0: Yeah, fair enough. The CFP, no respect for Cincinnati at all. However, let me say this. Tulsa has a uncanny way of covering lines. I believe they are the second best team in the country, uh, against the spread this season. And they just always find a way to either to keep it close, either to their benefit or to uh, their detriment. Uh, so let me, let me give you this. I think Tulsa somehow finds a way to keep it close. Uh, I don't think this is going to be a comfortable cover for Tulsa, but they're going to find some weird way to backdoor into this thing. So give me the Golden Hurricane to cover the 14. Uh, this is really just purely based off of how tricky they are, not based off how good they are uh, or how good Cincinnati is. So give me Tulsa uh, plus fourteen.
2: Yeah. So, uh, like Bobby said, Tulsa is a Tulsa is a scrappy a scrappy little team, um, and and they do have um, they've been great against the spread. ESPN has them at five and one against the spread. I'm I'm not sure what spreads those were based off of, but it checks out with me. Um, but I do think that Tulsa is accurately represented in the standings right now uh, at 24. I think depending on the standings that you're looking at. I, I agree with Jameson. Cincinnati is very dispersion. Like if you were to be a Cincinnati fan, you got to look at this and see them blowing teams out, undefeated, and with eight wins, so not like a 5-0, and 4-0, undefeated half-season team. They've played a essentially a full season. They have been very impressive against the teams they've played, which is really all you can ask of a team. And I think they feel really disrespected, and I agree with Jamison that if if you're a Cincinnati fan and if you're with Cincinnati, you got to think that there's at least some scenario. You know, maybe you blow out the number twenty-four team, and some chaos happens, and who knows what can happen. But this is a huge game for Cincinnati and their brand nationally um, because it can set them up for a really nice bowl potentially, or or something like that. I, I'm not sure how the tie-ins work this year, but I think that Cincinnati is going to get the cover here because they're going to come out and it means a ton for them. I think it means a lot for both teams, but I think since he's the better team and is going to keep gunning all game.
0: Yeah. That's, I think that's a very good pick right there. Um, All right. Moving on to what might be the best of the group of five uh, championships. We have Louisiana at coastal Carolina on the teal turf. Heels Let tripping. me pick
1: first. Let me pick first.
0: Why do you want to pick
1: first? I was not want to jinx
0: Coastal Carolina again. Oh God, <laughs> Jameson, no, noted Coastal Carolina jinxer, Jameson Maxwell. <laughs> you, yeah, Jameson almost fully bocoed Coastal. But look, you're safe from a Bokoing if it's a uh, you know not a wild card pick because you're not making that decision on your own. I'm the one who picks the games. And you know, Coastal did good enough to get there. So you can't Boco Coastal here. I don't think so, anyways. So, Ty, let's just start on this one. Uh, do you have faith in the uh, Raging Cajuns to get revenge against Teal Chickens here? Or do uh, you think Coastal is going to roll uh, minus True Fitty?
2: Yeah, so th- this is a this is a tough one. I'm surprised at the line. Um, I, I had enjoyed Coastal. I don't like watching them on TV because their field makes me feel like my TV is broken. Um, and I really, I really hate Coastal fans. I don't know why that's so funny. It does.
0: It you said like it, you've a, said
1: it like six times this season. It's just a staple.
0: <laughs> it does, yeah. It's, it's becoming
2: meta. Um, but oh, I'm using up my time. Uh, oh, but I hate, I hate Coastal Carolina fans because – They've been getting so much flack on social media and stuff this year, which obviously they're a new team, not power five. And people have been telling them over and over play a power five team and you'll win like ignorant people in comments. And coastal keeps going. We did. And we won. They played Kansas. They played, they literally found a power five team. That's worse than most group of five teams and beat them. And they're trying to hang your hat have a power five win. So I hate them. Uh, Louisiana beat Iowa State. That is important. That is Iowa State's loss. Don't forget that. Um, all that being said, Coastal at home, they're insane this year for their level. I think Coastal uh, about tree 50 is the way
0: to go. Uh, hey, absolutely. That's what I'm rolling with. I just have to call out their fans. Yeah. No, you, that, that's fair. I, I That's fine. Me and Jameson have been going f- uh, pretty fast anyway, so we – We'll gift you some of our extra time. Oh, my uh, God. Anyways, <laughs> I'm, I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing no, with you. I'm messing with you. <laughs> Look, this is a quick one. You go with what you know. And what I know are teal chickens. Yeah, they let me down last week, but that's not their fault. It was this guy. It was Jameson. Jameson was the one who, who, who almost soiled it for me. But, they did, but, but he didn't. We we're fine. Coastal found a way, and I didn't have to pick. So thank you for saving me from that, Jameson. I, I appreciate it. But Coastal Carolina is going to refine that magic that they found to beat Louisiana last time. They're going to win big on the teal turf. Teal chickens, minus tree fitty. Jameson, are you going to do it again do it to us, or are you uh, going to make a different move?
1: This is the super mega lock of the century of the year of this week for Coastal Carolina, minus tree fitty. There's no such thing as jinx. Let me tell you something, Bobby's <laughs> not been burned by any kind of jinx in this past week. The Justin Tucker kick did not lose him fantasy and get him the punishment. There's no such thing as a jinx. There's no such thing as me saying, oh, I'm going to pick Coastal Carolina before Bobby can, and they went and lost. No such thing as a jinx. I would like to say this, super mega lock, let's take this times five, plus ten, give me Coastal Carolina by about twenty-seven. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I think Coastal Carolina covers the minus three-fitty. I feel pretty good about this. Like I said, they have something to play for. Louisiana has a loss. Coastal Carolina will be angrier and want to make more of an imprint on the college football world. So give me the minus three-fitty.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, they especially have something to play for in trying to get a, you um, you know, New Year's Six Bowl over Cincinnati, who is their direct competition there. Anyways. That's all we have for the group of five picks. Let's move on to the power five. This game just rescheduled uh, Washington out Oregon in Oregon versus USC 7 PM on Friday night, because you know, the PAC world's garbage. They don't even get Saturday uh, on Fox USC favored by three weirdly enough. Now while, while you might think that this is an easier matchup uh, for USC as Oregon is three and two and garbage, uh Vegas, Vegas doesn't <laughs> Vegas apparently doesn't think so. Uh the, the the Washington line opened up at five and a half. So they believe that Oregon is two points better than Washington, apparently. Um Jameson, are you are you uh going to be coerced by Vegas here or are you uh going with the Trojans?
1: USC locked me in with that mega lock last week and let me throw it down. Let's get the number two super mega lock of the century of the week. Give me USC minus three, yes. right here. Okay, What's the deal. It's another. Um, I've said this this whole podcast. USC is undefeated. They want to make like the world see them. USC is not getting enough respect. Therefore, they should want this more. Oregon didn't even know they were going to be playing. What? Like are you? Kidding, are you kidding me? This is polar opposites. Give me USC minus three.
0: Yeah. Look, I I really don't like picking USC because they're always on the verge of blowing it. They always are on the verge of blowing it to UCLA or, you know, insert other mediocre PAC 12 team here, but you know what? Oregon just ain't it. I, I, Oregon, not a good football team. Uh, I don't know what anyone's seeing in them week after week after week, subpar football. Um, so give me USC to cover. It pains me to say, to say it, but I got to keep track with everyone else. So give me USC.
2: You guys might have an answer here. Uh, I, I don't know how the pack is picking people, but how is Colorado at four and one, like the third choice to be. So if, if USC was in, someone else was in, they're out now. Oregon has been replaced. Oregon's three and two. How is four and one Colorado, like fourth in line to go to this game? Colorado's in the South. I believe. Oh, they're divisional. Okay. Yeah. It it would have required everyone mm. from the North to get removed. That's some, that's, I don't like divisions like that. Anyways. Okay. So USC, like Bobby said, have just been, they're undefeated, but they've just been barely scraping by, which means that they are depending on how you're looking at it, what lines you're looking at, they are three and two against the spread at best in five games. And a lot of other people have them. Um, you know one and four or, or two and three. So they are not great against the spread. Uh, I picked their first game with Arizona State. They were expected to win by a lot. Um, all that being said, USC, I'm not saying this to praise USC, but USC, if they win this as a six and0 conference champion, is as deserving as Ohio State is of a playoff spot period. That's a if Ohio State is not going to play more games, I don't think I, they are on brand recognition whatsoever. If USC was doing this next year after an undefeated season the previous year, they'd be getting the same respect because they're a big brand too. That being said, like Jamison said, Oregon was not expecting to play. Oregon is not a good team this year. I think, you know again, brand recognition. People are like, oh, USC, Oregon, close line. I don't think it's all of those words uh, – before lock like jameson said but i think usc minus three is a very smart pick i
0: i mean i would agree and i i will say usc does not deserve anything in the playoff this year no Uh, they they, neither does ohio state if they're not going to play a full
2: they've already had the goalpost move
0: for them look i i agree i agree because of
2: brand i agree we
0: can get into that on the the iowa state goalpost moving is ridiculous it's not fair but if they're not. If we're going eye test, it's not even the same thing. Uh, speaking of Ohio State, the Buckeyes uh, into the Big Twelve or Big Ten championship game, they would have been in anyways. Uh, Indiana has had to shut down their program due to COVID, uh, so hey, Ohio State would have found a way no matter what. Uh, Northwestern, Ohio State, eleven a.m. on Fox. The Buckeyes favored by twenty one points. Uh, Ty... You think the Bucs are gonna cover 21?
2: I I think they can, and I think that they have the motivations to. I think Northwestern is mentally beaten coming into this game. Obviously, it would mean a lot for them if they won. I just don't think they're on the same level. And and you know, I, I don't think Ohio State is deserving of the respect that they're getting nationally, but I think within their conference, um, I could see that. I would like for this line to to drop a little bit if it will. Um, maybe before I looked at it, IRL as the kids say, but, uh, I think for the purpose of this Ohio state minus 21, I'm not happy with, um, wouldn't be, you know, it's, it's definitely not a lock, but I I'm comfortable with Ohio state here. Um, but you know, anything can happen in COVID, but I think Ohio state is the, the reasonable and prudent pick here.
0: Yeah, I I would agree with that, Um, and I will also pick Ohio State, uh, minus 21. I've made the mistake in the past of thinking Northwestern can, you know, keep up with the Buckeyes, but, you know, I I don't think they can. Embarrassing loss to Michigan State. They just – and then we found out that their one bell cow win over uh, 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 Wisconsin wasn't much anyways. So I don't think there's much here for Northwestern. Give me the Buckeyes minus 21. I think the Buckeyes are going to try to really show out here. So give me uh, the Ohio State University. Uh, Jameson, who do you got?
1: Yeah, insert what I've been saying the past four times about these undefeated teams. I'm picking undefeated teams every single time this week um, because it just makes sense. And the problem with this, though, is Ohio State does kind of have a reputation of letting up in these Big Ten championships. We've seen them kind of keep things close. I see this similar to that of how the Indiana game played out with them, um, but maybe not the fourth quarter. I think Ohio State they um, keep it you know in that 14, 21 range and pop it right over the edge in the fourth quarter.
0: It's not a good line. I don't really like it. I wouldn't no. I, don't tr- I don't trust it. Um, if I had less integrity I would bump it down to uh, 20 and a half. Uh, moving down to the next game in the SEC, we have Florida and Alabama. The Gators fresh off of an absolutely embarrassing loss to LSU at home. Doesn't matter. They're still in. Seven o'clock, SEC, uh, the tide, favored by 15 and a half. Um, Jameson, weird line here, but do you think that Florida team is as bad as it was last Saturday?
1: No, uh, I got a mega loss with Florida. I picked them to cover minus twenty three, and they lost. So, yikes! Um, yes, that was the yikes. Um, but they have the offense to keep up with Bama. It's just going to be tough. Uh, and like I've said, you know what's the what's the point with Florida? Like to win an SEC championship. You know, they come into this game like they're like we want to stay in the top ten. Woohoo! And they can actually. The way the CFP set this up is they can actually make you know the CFP. If if they win this, if there is a scenario where if they beat Bama, they could get in. That's what scares me. But I think Alabama is way better. So give me Alabama, even though it is a crazy line.
0: Yeah, yeah, look, fair enough. It, it, weird line. But look, Alabama has been beating their covers by an average of 23 and a half points this season. Not just like covering by 23 and a half, beating the covers by 23 and a half. I heard this from someone else, so I stole that stat, but it's still, hey, it's stats. You can't steal them. Uh, still interesting. Give me the tide to roll big here. I, I think they just have a, a lot more in the tank than anybody else in college football this year. Uh, Kyle Trask, as sure, he's not going to make as many mistakes as he did there, but I, you just got to trust the tide here. Uh, so give me Bama minus 15 and a half. Ty, what do you, how are you feeling on this?
2: Yeah, I don't – first off, I have Bama's uh, schedule pulled up. I do not see a way that they are beating their cover by 23 and a half points on average. It's just not – most of their wins are by, like, 19 points. So I don't know how that stat was created unless they had some stu- – it's it's possible if they had some stupid low lines, but I don't believe it. Um, that being said, it, it, to echo a point that Jamison made but used it a different a different way, with Florida, what is the point? Like literally, what is the point? They're never going to win a conference championship. They're like they're in the SEC East. Like, okay, maybe like they should just claim divisional titles like people do in like professional sports because that's their ceiling. Um, Dan Mullen is not on Nick Saban's level. It's not even close. This is going to be embarrassing. Uh, I assume they're playing in Hotlanta. I don't know. I don't care. Bama is gonna show out here. Bama is gonna expose Florida and they're gonna coast to the uh, the championship. Fair
0: That's enough. That's it. Easy as that. Yep. Hey, there you go. Um, let's move on to <laughs> next alternative <thing>. facts. <laughs> That's the old, old Tom <laughs> out here keeping it. Uh moving on to uh what is a really good game here. Uh it's Clemson, Notre Dame, the rematch, uh 3 p.m. on ABC. Tigers favored by 10. Ty, uh, I believe you were the only one to pick Notre Dame the last time we did this. Uh, do you still have that faith in the Irish or do you think things have changed?
2: I don't know. This one I think is even tougher. So I think I picked Notre Dame like plus 14. Um, and I don't think that I knew that Trevor Lawrence was out. But I think that with him being back... You didn't you did I, I well, didn't know we, he was out. We knew yeah. it was out, okay. and the line was Notre Dame plus five. Okay. Well, I mean, I was I was correct, so I don't have a reason to justify that yeah. one, anyways. Well, what I'm saying here is, is with him back and with Notre Dame already having won, I this one is rough. I I don't like the implications for this game in terms of the playoff at all, um, and I hate this game even more. But I think. I I do believe that Davo is a better coach. I think he has a better coaching staff, too, which is huge. Um, and I think that Clemson is going to be, you know, maybe in an OU Iowa State scenario at a bit a higher level. But I think that Clemson is looking at this and saying, we have our revenge. We have our chance to go race something. We sh- are the clear favorite here. We should be the favorite. This is our conference. You know, they're not going to come into our conference and, and take it over. So I think – Clemson really has the motivation here. And I think that Clemson is going to get the cover, but I don't think it's going to be by much. Uh,
0: I think that's very fair. I think Trevor Lawrence is a factor for sure. However, I'll say this. He was not the difference in that uh, Clemson-Notre Dame game last time out. It was Notre Dame with a punishing defensive line, uh, very solid play from Ian Book. And frankly, Clemson just wasn't up to the task. Now, I know it definitely changes... Not being at home, not having a bunch of you know crazy Notre Dame students who are ready to rush the field and all get COVID at a at a moment's notice. However, um I, I think that Notre Dame is way better than uh being a 10-point dog here. I think the Irish keep it close. I'm not gonna say they're gonna win, but I think this is going to be a much closer game than people anticipate. So give me the Irish plus 10.
1: Jameson? So my my big thing this whole week that I've said it almost every single time, it's motivation, motivation with the spreads. Because this is analytically what it should be, but it's really hard for analytics to take into account motivation and want to in these schools. So that always can help you push it over the edge. But what am I saying? I'm obviously crap this year. Um, so uh, Clemson wants to avenge their loss. They want to show once we got our leader back, We can stomp you into the ground. We're mad that you beat us. We're Clemson. We don't lose like that. And Notre Dame's thinking, yeah, we want to win this game. It'd be really cool. But what does an ACC championship mean to them? Nothing because they're independent. It'd be cool. but just like, this isn't a big deal for them. This is not a part of their culture. Secondly, if they lose, there's a good chance they could still get into the CFP. You know, they could still get that spot very easily over a Texas A&M. So they've kind of got something in their back pocket if they don't win this. And and three, they don't have any revenge factor. It's when you're playing at the top and you've already won before, it's, it's really hard to find the motivation to go out there and do it again once you've already pulled off an upset. It's hard to do an upset twice. Clemson has all three of the motivation factors in their favor. So give me Clemson in the middle of the day to make a game that we all were looking forward to not as fun as we thought it was.
0: That's a really good point about motivation. And uh, another game that we all know has a massive uh, revenge factor to it. OU, Iowa State. um, (laughs) Neutral site, uh, Jerry World, of course. (laughs) Ignore the uh, at there. Uh, 11 a.m. on ABC. Sooners favored by five and a half, just where it was uh, last time we saw these two teams out in Ames. So, Jameson, I'll let you start on this one. Do you think OU has changed enough to topple this Iowa State team, which, as we noted on our weekly show, has been rolling.
1: Yes. You, you, can, Iowa,
0: go, you can go yeah. over your one minute for this one.
1: Yeah, Iowa State has gotten significantly better since we've played them, you know, We saw Brees Hall, and he's gone to a completely different level, even though he stomped us whenever we played it. Brock Purdy has gotten a little bit above average. That defense has stepped up to where we thought Iowa State's defense was going to take a significant step down with all of the older guys that they lost last year. And now at the end of the year, shutting out for the most part, West Virginia, and I know K-State's bad. Shut out versus K-State, and then beating a good Texas team to pretty much make it where all their players opt out afterwards, that's big time. They're stepping up to the plate. But Oklahoma, their growth is significantly better than Iowa State. They've grown so much more. And if you go back and you play our team versus their team, like we did last time, we should win seven or eight times out of ten. It just happened to be that that was one of the times that we didn't win um, whenever we played them the first time. Oklahoma, and let's talk about uh, motivation here. Oklahoma has motivation to win this because it's revenge. It doesn't. Happen a lot where Oklahoma comes in and has motivation to avenge their loss. And the majority of the times, that we think in their past, whenever we've done that, think TCU, you know, think whenever Texas, we've done it. We go out and we avenge our losses. So give me Oklahoma minus five and a half. And if you have caught on, I picked the favorite of every single game this week.
0: <laughs> there you go. Sometimes going to chalk works. Uh, Ty, I'll break it up a little bit and let you go next.
2: Yeah. So I, I think to start, um audio listeners, you're missing out. Bobby went with the deep crimson OU logo and then the black Iowa State logo. Uh, Very smart move here. Uh, Gotta appreciate that. Um, But (laughs) anyways, I, again, um, OU lost uh, to Iowa State 37 to 30. So really the question here is, is OU, whatever 7 plus 5 is, points better than Get we it. were? Uh, <laughs> well, <it's>, well, <laughs> I got it wrong. Hey, man, I, can't I almost that just worked. out my water. I can't believe that word. I was <laughs> like, I'm going to say the math and maybe one of them will say it wrong. Oh my goodness, that's amazing.
1: That's why I guys, understand what Bobby's thought process was because they would um, need to be 13 points better to cover this spread. Th- but with so yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll give that, that, that was a bit really of quick about. math. That we'll was quick a, math.
2: That's why i is the major. Maths is my passion. Anyways, um, I forgot where I was going. I, OU owns Dallas when it comes to football games. Period. That's OU's home field as well. That's our second home field. We have two homes because we're the king. Um, this is our winter, our winter home for football. And then also our fall home are both in Dallas. Anyways, this now is these are just going to analogies are just going to get worse. Um, we did a whole podcast tune into that. I think OU is maybe not easily. It's going to be a rough game. It's going to be a tough game. Both teams are there to play. OU has tremendous motivation uh, for revenge, but Iowa State has tremendous motivation as well to to win a conference, that's that's huge for them, um, and it's you know it, I talked about brand power earlier in this one. It's I think looking at this from as objective of a viewpoint as I can, it's almost like brand power is powering this line here. Um, you know, with Iowa State being the the team that has the head-to-head victory, and then also uh, you know the favorite and the one seed coming in. Ah, uh, but I do think I think it's a realistic line. I like where it's at, and I think that uh, it's a competitive line. I don't think it's a lock, but I think that OU uh, gets the cover here and the win in our fiftieth conference championship.
0: That there you go, half a hundred, the ultimate half a hundred.
2: We're, we're literally going to hang half a hundred on the stadium potentially.
0: Uh, yeah, there you go. Hey, now look, I, I don't disrespect Iowa State here by having our podcast have an OU sweep. But I'm gonna do it's it. It's an OU podcast. It's an OU podcast. They're <laughs> gonna go. They're gonna call us there again. But you know what? We've been here before. This is our this is our stadium, our second home. Uh, OU has won so many Big Twelve championships in a row that I believe the I believe the first two weren't even didn't even have championship games. So things have changed. Um, and frankly, I, I think OU, like Jameson said, has improved. They've gotten sharper. The defense has rounded out into a very solid unit. They're don't, definitely different. Iowa State has improved over time, but they're really just a better version of the team we saw in Ames in uh, in October. So give me the Sooners to roll big here. I, I think it's going to be decisive. I don't think this is going to be as close as we think. Uh, Brees Hall, going to be a huge issue to contain here. But something just tells me that the OU, the OU revenge factor – Definitely has a bit of a different edge to it. Uh OU has never lost an in-season rematch. So take that with uh, you know, however you will. Uh and frankly, this is just a game that OU has a confidence, they know what they're doing here. You know, this is a bit this is not a new stage to them. This is a big stage, they respect the moment, but they're not going to be, they're not gonna be rattled. If uh OU really hits Iowa State hard, hits them early. It's, the moment's going to really, uh, I, I think, might be able to get to them. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but I, I think at the end of the day, Oklahoma has a better team right now than Iowa State, and that's what's going to shine through here. Championship, or Champions win championships. That's what Oklahoma is going to do. Give us number 50. So OU minus 5.5. Well, guys, this has been a really fun season of picks. A very good time, as always, and uh, you know, may the uh, may the best man win, which is just tie because he's been kicking ass all season. But uh, anything we, you want to say before we sign off for our last picks of the year before we transition into bowl
1: season? Yeah, I'll say this: um, I've had a poor regular season mm-hmm. record. As is, I usually do. I, it's 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 consistent, um, but come bowl season, whenever we put in that five dollars into the schooner pod bowl, pick'em, who always comes out victorious, me. So oh, yeah. it's okay. It's okay. I understand that the eighteen hours of the TCU fight song is quite daunting, and I'm only two games back, but there's still a chance.
0: That's true, and if you want to join that. Uh- pick them bracket. Just uh, ask me for the link. I'll send it to you. It's up on our uh, social medias. So check that out. Uh, Ty, anything you want to say before we hit ball season?
2: Uh, no, no, I think, uh, you know, we've had a, we've had a good, we've had an entertaining season and a good season content wise. I, th- I think a lot of people are below what they were expecting, but you know, we'll see, this is a big slate and we are ripe for any sort of mix up um, potentially. I don't know. Everyone gave, uh, Blake their picks beforehand. So who knows what's going to happen there? But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a good season, and uh, I look forward to the the bowls coming up.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you all, the listeners, for listening to us all the way through. It's been really fun making these for y'all, and uh, just a great season. And we're really it, an improbable one. I can't believe we're here. Uh, I mean, listen to the uh, summer ones. We said that we would be lucky to have a spring season. Um, But here we are almost fully through to bowl season and we just really appreciate you, uh, you know, being here every step of the way. And um, yeah. So until next time uh, I'm your host, Bobby Howard. And for me, Jameson and Ty, this has been the schooner pod. We'll see you on the other side. Boomer sooner.